0: Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, Editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Chris Williams. He is Director of Technical Services for Zoetis BioDevices. Chris, thank you for joining me today.
1: Uh, Joe, appreciate
0: it. And Chris, I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but you are one of the guys who was on the team who developed the first Inovo vaccinator for the poultry industry.
1: That's right, that's right. Um, in the late 80s, we uh, we worked through several prototypes and. A lot of field trials and, and then uh, at the first commercial machines in the early 90s, and uh, and then here we are
0: today. Taken off. So it's safe to say that you do know a thing or two about hatchery management.
1: Absolutely. All of the things that we do with, with the Innovo device it has a hatchery base, so therefore we, we need to know the, the details of all the, the, the operations in the hatchery, and, and we're a big part of it.
0: Now, one of the big changes that has been made in the last couple of years is they used to routinely use an antibiotic like genomycin in the hatchery in conjunction with Inovo vaccination. It was really determined that that was not the most responsible use of antibiotics. So a lot of producers have backed off of it. Um, I think it went from something like 80 some odd percent using it like in 2013 to a little more than half in 2015, and I haven't seen the numbers yet for 2016, but from all indications, it's, it's really on the, on the slide.
1: Yeah, uh, the, the class of antibiotics, uh, genomycin is one that, that uh, is important in human health, and so the elimination of it is, is, uh, is a goal. Um, but that does put a burden on, on the management of the hatchery and the sanitation systems that are in place And to follow up with that, uh, we, in turn, have a responsibility with the Inova device. Uh, And we've run without antibiotics in several places for years um, outside the US and then beginning in the US about eight or nine years ago. And today, um, in the hatchery, it's approaching 80% of, of the industry has removed an antibiotic from their vaccination. It represents an increased risk in the in the handling of the vaccine for sterility, but it's not insurmountable. And we have a lot of things that we put in as critical control points uh, in the in the handling of the vaccine, and the handling of, of uh, uh, the equipment itself, uh, to make those processes more robust. And um, does it mean we're not going to have issues? No, but it does mean that. That we need to pay attention to those, those handling and, and application aspects. The injection itself is sterile, but we have to be careful with all of the extraneous factors. What antibiotics provided for the hatching chick was, was uh, a level of, of, of efficacy internally during the hatching period, and it represented uh, a good defense against the huge microbial challenge. And so, in the management of the hatchery now, we need to be aware of that, and we need to reduce those microbial challenges um, with respect to egg pack quality, uh, our water that's providing our humidity, um, the things that we do in handling and cleaning of the baskets prior to putting the eggs in them, they need to be clean, they need to be sterilized, they need to have a disinfectant on them. And and so, when we, we look at the Anobo system, we need to make sure that the, the preventative maintenance is done correctly, that we have clean systems in place. So yeah, it's a lot of lot of details, but just more to manage.
0: Now, uh, you talked about the the actual vaccination, uh, and you know, the vaccination that is being administered by the Innovo machine. Uh, a while back, you added two needles instead of one. Uh, and, and I guess biosecurity was part of that equation. Could you talk about that a little bit?
1: Sure, an uh, integral part of the development was, was uh, the use of a needle that injected the embryo and a needle that actually pierced the shell. And so, needle inside of a needle represents a, a separation of the two steps to inject an egg. The shell represents a formidable challenge microbiologically while the internal contents of the egg uh, with an embryo in it represent very little so we separate the two we don't want to carry shell bacteria into the embryo so we do it with a separate needle and we do it with a smaller needle and that's withstood not just commercial vaccination of, of broiler and breeder birds but also we utilize the same technology in vaccine production and in vaccine production, it's it's also human infant, uh vaccine that we're, we're manufacturing, and so that represents a a significant um, environment that that we have to be sterile. So it's 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 showing you that that's the way to do it.
0: Yeah. In addition to better hygiene, though, does it do anything for the placement of the vaccine?
1: That's all integrated into part of that motion. The, the, the location of the egg, the angle with which you bring it in, and, and where you deliver the vaccine, yes. So those are all critical components kind of rolled into one. The uh, needle in a needle uh, provides for easier sanitation. It's very, you can localize your sanitation to the area that's, that's actually touching the egg, touching the components of the egg that you need to sterilize between each injection.
0: Now, reducing egg handling is a big part of this process as well. Uh, The Inovo machines I have, the ones that you folks make anyway, have these little vacuum cups. Um, What do they actually do? Tell me about their role. There's a
1: certain level of misinformation about how you handle eggs uh, in regards to the the safety or the bacterial loads involved. Um, When you inject an egg, you put a hole in the egg. Therefore, it leaves itself susceptible to the environmental factors that you have, primarily in the hatching environment and the air quality that's coming in. The vacuum system that we've utilized for the last 20 plus years is a very robust system, but it, it, it does have the human factor involved with cleaning every day. And um, so we've, we've always looked at, at new ideas. And one of our uh, one of our engineers a couple years back was working with some, uh, some ideas about handling eggs with, with wire. A wire? Yeah, we, call it, we first called it the wisp, and now it's got a new name, and it's called the halo. Halo. Yes, and it looks like, it, it does look like a wisp, but um, it actually utilizes a mechanical means to cradle the egg without vacuum, and you can pick it up out of the tray, and you can, you can actually handle it quite well. We're refining that now, and we'll be introducing it on our, on our new Innovoject equipment, the next gen, but we're also looking at, at making that available to our existing equipment. As, as we've done many times over the years, we, we take new technology and, and retrofit it back.
0: And it sounds like the timing of this is great with the industry reducing antibiotics or in some cases eliminating them altogether, not just in the hatchery, but also in their production systems.
1: We need, we need more tools. We're, we're getting a lot of tools taken from us uh, from, uh, from uh, certain disinfectants, you know, we've had, we've had certain uh, quaternary ammoniums removed off the market because of some of the antifungal activities that they have, um, obviously the antibiotics we spoke about earlier. So the industry needs more tools, and this is another tool. So we're trying to retool the tool chest, so, so to speak
0: sounds good. Now, one other question. I know that your group conducts what you call process evaluations in the hatchery. Yes. What exactly are they?
1: The process evaluation began as a, uh, a, t- a tool that I used, and I went in and I just listed everything that was important to Innovo applications, and when we first introduced it, we, we, we didn't score it. We just went down a list and yes or no kind of answers and about 15 or 18 years ago we decided we would score it and it got everybody's attention because there were things on there that we weren't doing and we weren't doing them routinely. And it encompasses a risk assessment. Uh, So when you look at the things that are important to an OBO and you're reminded that you aren't doing them, you would have an inherent risk of either a safety or an efficacious application of the vaccine. So we conduct those as part of the benefits for our customers to help them understand how their people are, are operating our equipment, but also as a guideline to say, hey, this is, this is something that you really need to be doing and here's the importance of it. So it's embraced by, by the industry as a standard, um, as far as service, but also as, as what is expected of a technology like an This is not a simple technology. It has some some specifics that we need to follow. So uh, it's kind of like me now. I I really can't work on my automobile anymore. I used to change the spark plugs and change the oil and I could set the carburetor up. I can't do that with... Why is that? Well we've got we got fuel injectors and, and, and we've got all types of uh, different mechanics involved. So we need specialized folks and diagnostics. We have a computer in your car. You hook your car up to a computer module and it'll tell you what's wrong. So we're, we're doing some of that type of thinking when we see people, and, and it leads to a lot of our process evaluation leads to a lot of other things that we do, such as training, customer training, it leads to microbial uh, evaluations, and it leads to, uh, to maintenance if we're, fi- if we're finding any issues. So it's a nice tool that we use as well.
0: Well, it sounds like you're making a uh, huge contribution to uh, hatchery biosecurity. I bet the industry appreciates it. It's a moving
1: target. We're going to have to keep at it.
0: We have been talking to Chris Williams. He is a director of technical services for Zoetis BioDevices. Thank you again, Chris.
1: Thank you.